I'm Kathy Zipp, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today I'm here with Harash Patel, CEO of SCS Renewables, to talk about the company and the solar finance market. SCS Renewables is working on a new online solar finance platform that the company says can revolutionize the way solar projects are financed. Varesh, welcome. Thank you, Kathy. Can you start off by telling me uh, a bit about SCS Renewables and where you're located, how you got started, things like that? Uh, SCS Renewables is a three-year-old company. We're based in Silicon Valley, Northern California. Um, We... Uh, started with a core team of people that uh, came from the semiconductor industry. And uh, in that industry, uh, there were a lot of similarities with what's going on in renewable energy. Um, a lot of, uh, I would say, early uh, business processes that weren't developed, tremendous price pressure, low margins, a lot of volatility. And we had a lot of successes in building business processes to drive efficiency and drive costs down and to kind of just survive in that semiconductor market. And like I said, we saw a lot of similarities with renewable energy. So after a couple of decades of successes in semiconductor, we wanted to apply those same skills to renewable energy. So we got the business started. Uh, the first phase of our business was helping technology manufacturers, panel suppliers, inverter suppliers from overseas or startups in the U.S. really enter the marketplace. And it was through that experience that we learned that uh, the, the challenge that everybody had was that ultimately all decisions that were made through the entire value chain from product selection to how it was comp- combined ultimately had to pass the screen test of the investor. And so we began to transform our business model to help those developers who were selecting our technology do a much better job just getting the right choices made, uh, bringing the right ecosystem together so that the projects could get financed. And then we ultimately saw the opportunity that that was really where they needed our help. That was the most broken part of the process that was adding a lot of cost and efficiency and waste. And so we retransformed our business model about two years ago to exclusively focus on helping developers, um, you know, uh, get financing and financiers find those developers because they weren't finding each other through that forest. Thanks, Rash. That helps a lot. Um, now I'd actually like to turn the discussion to the solar financing industry but. I've read estimates saying that 90% of solar projects fail due to finance and valuation issues, and only about 5% of banks loan to solar projects because they're such a new concept. So in this way, the solar market can be said to be highly fragmented and inefficient. Can you discuss some of the other challenges in the solar project financing market and why it's so hard to get projects financed? Uh, Kathy, you're spot on as far as uh, those statistics. In fact, I'd probably quote you a, a recent quote that I met somebody from, from Union Bank that recently left, and he was talking about the commercial industrial space, which is what we address. And he said, if you're talking about things that are between one and three megawatts, you know, the, the odds of the number of deals he saw that he financed was one in a hundred. And if it was less than 500 kilowatts or less than a megawatt, it was one in 250. So you can see that there was a lot of dashed hopes and a lot of wasted resources, projects that were, you know, ready to be presented to banks that never got financed. And the inefficiencies that we see in that particular marketplace are uh, in the following area. One is that people don't realize that the ultimate customer is the bank. You have to make sure that you're looking through their lens because that's the final test before you kind of get money from them. And so what happens is that the developer is working in a three-year time gap 
because you're starting the project very early without understanding those rules. And those rules aren't very well communicated, uh, even if he seeks them. The second thing that happens is that, that there's a communication gap. The world of development is speaking the world of construction, and the world of finance has a different language. And so there's no bridge between those two. Anytime you have a communication gap between two individuals, it's very hard to strike a deal. The second issue is those investment criteria are not well understood, and so there are no rules of the game. That ultimately leads to projects that everyone, that every project looks different. There are no standardizations in terms of documentation. And the ultimate challenge we have also is that it requires a lot of intermediaries. In any given project, there may be up to five or six middlemen uh, in the in the food chain. And as we all learned in uh, in grade school, when the teacher passed a, a whisper to one student at one, of the one end of the class, by the time it came out to the other end of the class, it was a totally different sentence if you were lucky to be in the same language. And that's the problem we have with renewable energy, and it's the cause of all of these things that, that yield the statistics that, that you accurately stated, which is very few projects get financed. And then the overarching issue also is that only 5% of the financial institutions are participating in renew renewable energy, so we have a double compounded problem. Now, SES Renewables uh, offers a solar finance platform that you, your company has compared to a Match.com or a lending tree for solar projects. Can you explain what exactly this tool is and how it can help resolve some of those solar financing issues? Yeah, our tool has taken 25 investors that are very, very active in the solar marketplace, and we have taken their investment criteria and their underwriting criteria, and we've embedded them into our platform. That gives the genesis of uh, the ability for us to pass that knowledge on to developers so as they're making progress developing their project, we're finally giving them the rules of the game. Please follow these rules. Please use these documents. Please use this approach. And if you follow those rules, you have a higher likelihood of scoring, attracting investors. As they develop the project, we give them two metrics. One, they begin to really understand what the investors are looking for from an overall documentation perspective. And as those documents are loaded, we're able to create a score. And the score determines really two things, how sale, how finance ready is the project, but more importantly, which investor should this project be brought to? Because in today's world, in the world of chaos, uh, people are just, I think, shotgunning the approach of shooting this to everybody, and it's yielding very low results because you'll find from bank A to bank B, even though they may be same size, same capital across the street from each other, they may have two very different areas that they want to invest in. So there is an important process of matching the project and its characteristics to the investor's criteria and what they want to invest in at any given time. So those are the things that, that our tool really does. It helps both sides. Um, it allows the developer, like I said, to understand what his project is, and, and we do the translation so that it's a financial language by the time we present it to a bank. And the bank likes it because, uh, you know, they find it a nice, efficient way to originate new projects and put their money to work. So what can this online platform promise to do? Uh, several things. First, as um, so I explained before, only 5% of the banks today are uh, playing a role, which means there's limited capital. Limited capital means uh, a lot of projects chasing very little money. And in that scenario, obviously, if you have a lopsided game, you know, the cost of that money is going to remain very high. So the first thing that this platform allows is the developer to have a little bit more options. Options mean competition. Competition means 
lower pricing. We saw what competition did on the supply side where panel prices, because of oversupply and, and lower demand, you know, panel prices dropped from $2 to $1 uh, per watt over a six-month period. So similar competition in money can drop the cost of money. One very important fact that's lost is that if you are able to drop the percent one, by one full percentage point the cost of money, so let's say if you're paying 10 or 11% interest and you drop that by just 1%, so let's say from 10% to 9%, you're taking 20 cents per watt out of the project. That's far more significant than driving a few more pennies out of the panel supplier or the inverter supplier. So huge leverage can be brought to the market by just allowing more money to enter the marketplace more efficiently and it gives the developer a little bit more competition for his project. That's the first advantage. The second area that we uh, can help is that a lot of projects are basically ignored. There's deal fatigue on the, on the financier side. They, there's no shortage of projects. There's just a shortage of good projects. So a lot of times they don't return phone calls. They don't really say why they didn't like the project. So the marginal projects sometimes that are, you know, just require a few fixes don't get the attention uh, required and the advice that's required by the bank to say, hey, listen, if you just fix these two or three things, we'll actually finance it. So we provide that valuable incubator space in our platform to, to say, listen, this is why your project is not getting financed. These are the two, either one is never going to get financed because it's just, it's not going to happen. At least they won't waste their time. But if it's somewhere where there's few fixes, then they can go back and rectify it. And so we're increasing the number of projects available for financing, therefore deploying solar as, a, as, a, as an asset class in the, into the industry. So what have you done with this platform already, and then what are some of your plans for the future? We have assessed roughly 1.4 gigawatts of projects where we have, uh, you know, applied our rating and scoring methodology and matching. And uh, that's roughly across 300 projects, nine countries, three con continents. Uh, it's more than any other, you know, agency that's been out there that, that can make that, that kind of claim. On the platform today, we have roughly 250 EPCs and developers that are loading their projects, and we have about 25 financiers that, once we've kind of gone through that uh, screening process, are able to present those projects that are the most qualified and ready for financing. In our platform, we have roughly about 300 megawatts of projects we believe are getting ready for financing. Some are very ready, but that's the, the, the that's the size of the pipeline that we have in the in the finance funnel. So where can people go to find out more about this product? We'd love to have them visit our website. It's www.scsrenewables.com. And uh, after they've had a chance to review our website, the value proposition, it's a very easy way for them to sign up for a demo and scheduling a, a webinar with them. And we're also planning to do kind of a series of webinars that we're proactively, you know, making ourselves available for group, group demonstrations. All right. Well, folks, we've been speaking with Harish Patel. He's CEO of SCS Renewables about his company's new solar finance platform. Thank you so much, Harish. Thank you, Kathy, for the opportunity to speak. This has been Solar Speaks. Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Kathy Zip, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for listening, and please tune in next time.